Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Roma Patel with Tajari. Welcome, Roma. Welcome. Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up up to. Um, Tell us about Tajari. Um, Tajari was started in 2019. Um, I Living in Atlanta, I had worked at the Coca-Cola company for five to six years. And during my time at Coke, I was expecting my first son and I just had a really tough pregnancy. And I became super aware of nutrition and um, things that I should be incorporating more of in my diet, especially as our family is growing. And I just became really curious about protein powders and how to incorporate more protein and making it easy for us um, as a family. And with that just started um, curiosity. I met registered dietitians, food scientists, and fast forward to now, um, I have a plant-based organic superfood protein blend on the market and it's incredibly versatile and it can be used across different meals, across different age groups. So it really just came from a pain point that we experienced as a family. But how did you make the leap from having kind of a desire to have maybe a better tasting, uh, more uh, kind of holistic protein uh, to actually let me invent one? Like, how did you know anything about proteins and, and the flavorings, how to make it taste right and how to mix it together? I didn't. I mean, I was very obsessed with Shark Tank at that time. And it was a lot of Googling, to be honest. Um, it was. I feel like when you do have an idea or if you have a problem that you're you're trying to solve, you're just trying to ask questions and figure out how does this work? How can I actually come up with some idea that can solve it? And that's really where I started. And I had partnered with the UGA Food Innovation Group, and they were a great partner through all of this. And I learned a lot through them. So what were kind of some of the early iterations of that? Did you always kind of land on the protein source that you're using now, or did you have to kind of trial and error some of this out? Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error. The first original concept was actually a on-the-go dairy beverage. The problem with that, and we actually went through the entire shelf life, we had a final product, but then we were trying to figure out the business operations of that model. And it was two weeks from production to consumption. And it was just very difficult to actually um, make it into some viable business. So we went back to the drawing board and that's where we came up with the plant-based option and the dry form. Um, So it solved a lot of the pain points that we had with the beverage concept. 
So now, um, once you developed kind of conceptually, okay, we, first we thought it was going to be a liquid. Now it's going to be a, a dry product. Um, did that shift kind of the thinking of how you're going to roll this out? I mean, I would imagine that affects everything from the design of the packaging, the, how you're going to distribute yeah. it. I mean, that's a domino. Once you tip that one, that affects a lot of other dominoes. Yeah, and it, we learned a lot through that process because we had final packaging, we did a photo shoot, we had product photography, we were really starting to, we had like the seed work all planted for that model. And then right when we were going to hit go, we, um, there was just like this like critical problem in terms of how can we have the production and like actually get it to the hands of the consumer in time for the product to be consumed. So it was, um, we took a lot of steps back before we took steps forward. And I think we learned a lot of how to do things in the right sequence um, because we, we were going through different steps. I mean, when you're starting to launch a business, you don't know what you should be doing in the right order. You're just, you kind of have like this general sense and you're just moving at this lightning speed. So it was, um, it was a learning process. But when we, when we started to launch the, the plant-based protein, we did everything in the right order and it just helped with efficiency and bringing it to market um, in the right way. Now, can you talk about how you handled that adversity? Because for a lot of folks, you know, they're building, 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 and then it's getting close to launch time. They're, everything is kind of leading up to that moment. And then when you have this kind of setback, it could be debilitating for a lot of folks. What helped you get through this and not say, okay, forget it, this idea, it's too much trouble than it's worth. Let's go in a different, you know, let's do something else. Well, I think it was the passion and we were so far in that, we owed it to ourselves to put our best foot forward to launch, to be honest. It was, we, at this point in time, we've been working on it for almost like a year and a half through like these two concepts. And we had never brought it to market to, to get the real feedback in the true sense. So it was, it was honestly just like determination to, to bring it to the market. So there was never a sense of, okay, let's just, bail on this idea and go and some do something else? No, I think if we were to have um, kind of put our hands up and just walked away from the idea, it would have been at the point of the beverage to the plant-based protein. We would have made that decision in, in that time. So then once it became kind of a powder, I guess a, a dry product, then, um, did things start moving faster once you made that kind of shift? Then now, now things kind of logically more fell into place. Yes, and I, I think when you're a founder and you launch a business, that you have this concept in your head where things are going to move faster than they will, and that there's going to be like this immediate adoption of the product and brand love of what you've created. But it takes so much time to actually build that trust and credibility. So it was, it was, I mean, every order I was asking feedback or I was trying to make their experience as best as possible. So yes, it was a slow start. Um, and it just, I felt like we just needed to 
to really educate the consumer on why our plant-based protein is different and how you can use it and all the different ways that you can use it. So there are three components for us to actually build that credibility with a customer. And then uh, did you create kind of uh, personas for each of these customers? Because I would imagine this is different folks. I mean, you some like were you like you were maybe, uh, you know, you want to make a kid friendly. You want to have a parent child kind of a experience. Then there's like maybe a fitness person. There's a weight loss person because um, people are going to use this for different reasons. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And that was one of the challenging parts of this is how to, because people connect with with people that they see themselves in. And we were trying to be as broad as possible, but then we also wanted to connect with people at an individual level. And that's where we started to just build out some of our strategies to connect with that mom or connect with that um kind of in the 20s like they're looking for organic healthy foods and we really just like started to come up with more targeted marketing strategies now um was the plan to be an online where someone buys this online and through your own kind of shopping experience or is this something that you're trying to get it into grocery stores or uh, costco's like uh how, how do you see this kind of uh, the sales side of this go Right now, we really are focused on online. We think that we can own the experience and it gets us as close to the customer as possible. And we really want to maintain that experience. I think long term, we'll have to see the changing landscape in retail and grocery and how our product fits in. But right now, we're we're mainly focused on just um, an online experience. And that would be kind of direct to consumer or you're trying to get your product into other people's products so they would buy your product as an ingredient? Right now it's direct to consumer. We are participating in a few marketplaces like Madewell, Anthropology, places where we think our customers shopping. Um, so we are testing a few different placement options, but right now it's mostly our own direct to consumer website. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Tajari. What is how is it different than other protein powders or protein blends? I guess is more accurate. Um, it's a organic plant-based protein blend that has in, has um, dehydrated fruits, which is really unique in protein powders. Typically, protein powders you find artificial flavors, you find pers- like preservatives. If there's like a chocolate flavor, it's mostly from a chocolate flavor rather than like an organic cacao. So what we've done is the way that it's sweet is with real fruits. And we've incorporated organic turmeric and organic cinnamon in each of our blends. And that's what adds the flavor of um, of the spices. And there's nothing that's artificial. We are also a low to moderate level of protein, which means that each serving has eight to 10 grams of plant-based protein. Typically, what you find in the market is upwards of 15, 20, 25, 30 grams. And the whole reasoning behind that is Americans are consuming too much protein in a day and they're relying on too much protein from a protein powder. So we are trying to encourage our customers to have whole real foods 
with our protein blends to have a well-balanced meal. And we're just trying to make it super easy for people to incorporate. So whether it's in the most common form, which is smoothies, but things that are breakfast, like whether it's pancakes, oatmeal, baking, there's just like this, this ingredient is something that you don't have to feel guilty about. There's benefits to it from a health standpoint. And there's also that added flavor. So then, so it does have a flavor. It's not kind of a neutral flavor that just goes with whatever you're putting it in. Our most neutral flavor is our organic golden banana. Um, And that one is, there's only four ingredients in that. It is organic plant-based pea protein, organic banana, organic cinnamon, and organic turmeric. Um, The other flavors that we have have more of a flavor, whether it's from like the fruit or if it's like the cacao vanilla. Um, But the, the banana really goes well with anything. And then, um, as we mentioned earlier, like this is, it doesn't matter adult or child, all this is perfectly fine for everybody in, in regards to that. And, um, hearing you say that it's also, um, no matter what your goal is, if, if you're a fitness person, there's a place for this, uh, in your regimen. And if you're just want to eat more healthy, there's a place for this. Yep, that's absolutely right. Um, Our latest collaboration that launched um, earlier this month, we actually partnered with a fitness instructor and she uses it as a pre or post workout um, in terms of any sort of like yogurt bowls or smoothies. So there's a way it really does integrate into people's lifestyle. Right. So it would be appropriate, you know, with yogurt, with uh, oatmeal or smoothie or anything that can mix in. But you also mentioned baked goods. So this is something that you can use actually like in a, in, is it an actual, where it goes in in the oven? Yeah. So you can use it in, if you're making any sort of like muffins, cookies, like you're baking with it, it can be one of the core ingredients in that. So it could be maybe um, four less teaspoons or like tablespoons of sugar you may need to add because you're getting that type of sweetness from this, this protein powder. So there's a lot and you would stay fuller for longer because like there's that added protein and you wouldn't really have that protein in a cookie per se. So there's, um, it's really easy to dissolve. So it can be blended or, you can use it in many ways. So it really just like blends into whatever you're making. And then it's gluten-free and vegan. It is. Yep. And all that was by design early on, or that just when you were creating this, that was kind of just happened. No, it was one of the core requirements that I had, to be honest, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to check off as many boxes as possible. And there's so many different diets. There's so many different restrictions right now that I wanted it to solve people's problems across different health styles, health, like any sort of health restrictions. So it was one of like the core values that we had as we were coming up with the product. Now for you in your kind of career, how has this entrepreneurial startup kind of uh, experience uh, different for you than going through the corporate ranks like you did earlier in your career? Yeah, it's been a challenge. I would say at the start of my career, I had never expected to 
launch a business, run a business, be a founder. I was very much in a marketing path where I was working within like global marketing departments. So it has, I've learned more than I've learned so much within this position and it has just challenged me in a lot of different ways. So do you like it or you'd rather be back in a corporate environment or you like this kind of create your own adventure of life that you now created? No, I do like it. I, I think, um, I also have two young kids and it's and with the pandemic, like there's just so much that has happened over the last year, year and a half. Um, but I wouldn't change it. I love I love all of the opportunities like connecting with people, like solving this problem, like hearing the feedback and saying how it has made it easier for people to incorporate some of these ingredients. So all of that is so wonderful, but I really, but it is incredibly challenging to launch a company, have a business, especially under times like this. So it is, um, we're learning as we go. Like there's no clear you know, like you don't, it, businesses are changing so drastically every quarter. So we're just trying to adapt as much as possible. So if somebody wanted to learn more and get a hold of the product, uh, where do you find it? You would find it um, on our website. So tajarianco.com. Um, we are also on Anthropology and Madewell. So those are the, the places to find it right now. Are there any stores here in Atlanta or is it just the best place to get it is online? We are um, in the Daily Studio. Um, it's a Pilates studio in, in Men Park. Cool. So you're trying that out as well or that's a friend of yours or a place you go to? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We are. Um, we have partnered with Lily, the founder of the Daily Studio since we've launched actually. So we've done a lot of pop-ups with her just to um, whether sampling and things like that. So that's, that's been one of our core partners in the city. Well, congratulations on all the success. It's hard. Uh, there's no denying that. And it's rewarding to know that you're, what you're doing is impacting people in a positive way. So that must feel good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think uh, it's, any single time we hear feedback of, oh, I've never been able to find a way to incorporate these ingredients. It's like we know we're we're helping people with their nutritional goals. All right. So uh, share the website one more time and please spell it out for folks who don't know how to spell the name. Yep. So it is, it's Tajari and Co. So it's spelled T-E-J-A-R-I-A-N-D-C-O.com. Well, thank you again, Roma, for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. And remember, this work could not be done without the support of our sponsor, OnPay. Please support them so we can continue to share these important stories. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at onpay.com.